what do you, what do you got over there? You got a it's a red dragon. Why do you have a red dragon? I got that from one of the comic book things out at the Mendel Center. Oh, okay. A few, few months back. Is that a Charizard? I don't know what it is. Is it a Charizard? I don't know. From uh, from Pokemon? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, it okay. might be. It might it be. It might be. It was free. All right. Encourage well, kids to read. Uh, a lot of things in the news uh, this morning. But the Red Dragon. Yeah, the Red Dragon. Sorry, the Red yeah. Dragon reminded me of China. Okay. And they're, they're sweltering. Yeah. Right now. How hot is it in China right now? 104 degrees in some places. It's 106. What? Yeah. It's hot. Okay. Beijing. Why? Why though? <laughs> well, that that is a topic of conversation, but Beijing has logged its hottest June day since records began yesterday. Jeez. The National Weather Service says swaths of northern China, 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my. Friday... Capital was warning for hot weather to the red, even hotter, saying most parts of the city uh, would could roast in temperatures of 104, 105 degrees, in some places 106. Jeez. Yeah. Um, you know, part of it, part of it, I mean, scientists are obviously pointing to global temperatures rising. Right. They're caused sure. by burning of fossil fuels. But if you've ever seen the footage, I mean, what sticks in my mind is when the the last time the, the Summer Olympics were held there. I mean, you see the smog regularly. Mm -hmm. People are just, you know, suffering in that. Add the temperatures in there. It's a mess. I would not go outside. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I hope it cools down because nobody likes anything above 100. That's just, yeah. it's not comfortable for anybody. It's not good for anything, yeah. really. I, I saw earlier this week that Texas has been oh. dealing with some crazy heat. And actually, at one point, the power company said, hey, uh, <laughs> between like 4 and 8, could you just not run your air conditioning? <sighs> Which, yeah. obviously... That's crazy to think about. Some people did do it, so they were able to, because they were worried about the power grid being able to handle oh. that oh, kind yeah. of heat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. I, I, so, yeah, I guess anybody that's thinking it's hot in southwest Michigan, <laughs> you're totally wrong. I mean, we haven't had, like, I don't think we've been uh, in the high 90s. We've been in the 90s, but yeah. we haven't been in the high 90s yet. No. So, Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. So this this week being, you know, we hit 90 and now we're in like the mid to low 80s. A uh, lot better than where it is other places for yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so if you're planning a trip to China anytime soon, tank tops are in order. I mean, I wouldn't wear anything. <laughs> it's like, just, it's just like paint on my clothes. <laughs> I think they melt. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, other things going on in the news. Uh, we have been, uh, we were watching a lot uh, and staying in the know with what was going on with that uh, Titanic submersible. Uh, and oh, yeah. tra uh, tragically, they, uh, the, the sub imploded, but yeah. it's something that, that actually happened a while ago. Well, you know, and and this this was a story that I think you and I both, were, you know, we look at each other and shake our heads because yeah. this is just, I mean, the fear that you you feel for the people in the submarine, the people mm -hmm. on board. You think about the uh, extraordinary resources and effort to go find 
hopefully find alive sure. uh, the five people that were aboard that submarine. But as we now know, it came in just you know, Thursday afternoon that they started to find some debris. Um, and in fact, what they have now confirmed is that catastrophic implosion mm-hmm. likely likely instantly took the lives of all aboard. And uh, it's probably happened Sunday, Father's Day, just hours after their voyage began. And we know this because according to the Wall Street Journal, they they put out an exclusive on this, Mm. that the U.S. Navy detected the sound of the submarine's implosion on Sunday when it happened. It happened at the same time that, not coincidentally, that the the team lost communications with the submarine. Yeah. It was uh, so apparently the the U.S. Navy has a what's described as a top secret network of underwater microphones. It what? picked up the yeah the noise of the implosion. Yeah. There are top secret microphones. <laughs> not anymore, but not anymore top <laughs> secret. But <laughs> the, the government has top secret microphones. Wait a minute, you you just gave away the secret. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, we think about what happened up uh, in the in the in the Nordic pipeline. Sure. You know, when when Russia and Ukraine started their activities, and there was an explosion underwater that took that fuel line out of commission, and and you know, all of a sudden we said, oh, well. We happen to know there was a sound that sounded a lot like an explosion at the same time as that. Wow. Same time, same same thing here is uh, what I assume is either there was active monitoring or they rolled back the tape mm-hmm. or the digital mm-hmm. file or whatever and said, hey, what did we hear in that sector sure. uh, during this time frame? And they heard it. Wow. They heard it. So now the investigation will ensue. Uh, Coast Guard Rear Admiral John Mauger confirming that an investigation with involvement from the U.S., British, French governments, they are going to collect as much information as they can mm-hmm. now while the governments are, are actively together and working on this and discussing what an investigation of this nature can, of casualty can look like. Um, it's something that happened in a remote part of the ocean with people from different countries yeah. around the world. It's going to be a complex case to work through, mm-hmm. uh, but they, you know, they know there are a ton of questions and they're going to try to answer each and every one of them. Yeah, such a tragic story. But yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of questions when it comes to all of that, the engineering, everything behind putting that all together. And then also, you know, there's some roles that probably need to mm-hmm. be written for for some of this type of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wow. Very ambiguous and, and in this case leading to tragedy. And and again, all the stories we heard once it was learned that the mm-hmm. submarine was uh, missing uh, point to uh, a, a, a trend of either technical issues or lax regulation. Yeah. I do want to take a second with these secret microphones. Uh, <laughs> that that piques my interest uh, okay. because, of course, I talk on a microphone every day. Um, yes. But I have always been fascinated by the ocean and always been fascinated by the fact that, uh, you know, we're we're trying to discover things in space and all these different things. But we haven't yeah. even discovered a large amount uh, or explored a large amount of our ocean here on Earth. So what are the what are these microphones? Did they kind of dive into what the microphones are there for? I mean, I guess they're top secret, <laughs> so they're not going to tell us. They are for the underwater radio hosts. Yeah, they're <laughs> in case they want to have a morning show for the octopus. Coming to you live from twenty thousand <laughs> leagues under the sea. Wrap your eight arms around this. Now, um, I think the the you know they want to know what's going on underwater. Sure. Yeah. And and whether that's um, 
robotic drones, uh, real you know, person all kinds of stuff, yeah, person filled submarines. I mean, they just they want to know what is it that's under there. What what are people doing that maybe they ought not be doing? Aliens, so, man. <laughs> there could keep, be aliens down there. Keeping an ear on Atlantis. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, um, but that's I interesting. Think, you know, yes, and and they they have studied for years. The Navy has had underwater sonar that has for a long time been suspected as being related to and associated with uh, mass whale beachings because mm-hmm. of the sonar signal they put out. Um, the theory was, maybe still is, that it was confusing the whales because they use sonar to, sure. to find out you know, where hmm. their friends are, where the fish are, yeah. all that other stuff, all the food. Um, and so you'd all of a sudden have, you know, is it a coincidence that the Navy starts using this technology and all of a sudden whales start beaching in mass? Mm-hmm. Who knows? So mm-hmm. it's... There's a lot of interesting stuff going on There's under a of, the surface. Yeah, a lot of conspiracies. He's <laughs> uh, calling me a conspiracy theorist. Oh, no, no. No, it's conspiracy. <laughs> oh, conspiracy. S-C-A. Yes. There okay. you go. But also, speaking of furry friends, it's take your dog to work day. Ah, fantastic. Yeah. So Everyone, take your dog to work. It's okay. Yeah. And uh, we are in our respective homes, and uh, my dog, uh, nowhere to be found. He is some, oh, no. somewhere in the house, probably still sleeping in the bed. Uh, um, your dog is nearby somewhere. Yeah, he was. He was following me around. He already got two walks today. So, oh my gosh! Well, the, you know, the morning one, so he does his biz. And yeah, the second one is just kind of like, okay, this is. Let's go sniff some stuff. There you go. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, busy, busy weekend ahead of us. Uh, the Steelhead Triathlon is going to be happening this weekend. Yeah. This is a big event. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it. they, you know, I look at what they do, and it's just amazing. It's This, this is the Ironman 70.3 Steelhead, the North American Tri-Club Championship of the Midwest, and they swim, mm-hmm. they bike, they run. And it's not just a little bit. They're doing like, I don't know, how many miles do they swim? Uh, let's or see. meters At, or whatever. The swim is a loop. It's about 1.2 miles. <sighs> yeah, so they go out into Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. which in itself, I mean, if you want to swim 1.2 miles anywhere, that's something. Swim 1.2 miles in Lake Michigan, you're an Ironman. Oh yeah, and the the temperature I uh, I don't know the exact temperature of the water yeah. right now, but it's in the mid to high sixties. So that's uh. that's brisk. <laughs> And it's funny because I went to the National Ironman competition website and they, they have all this information up there because the athletes, they want to tune up, they sure. want to get ready, they want to prepare themselves. What kind of, you know, what am I going to need? Is it going to be a full dry suit, wet suit, what, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of thing. They say average water temperatures in June are in the low 70s. Yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, that, the, and that's how you start. In, in you, that's the first event. That's the first thing you're doing is going right into the water. Yeah, right. I would, I would, I would rather that be. I know you would, you'd probably really struggle a lot because your body would probably be like jello at that time. But I feel like that would be a great one to end on just because you're running, you're biking, and it's hot out. And then you just get that dip into the pool or or the lake. I think that would be the way to go. But either way, it makes sense. I guess you're, you're going the reverse way and you're drying yourself off and then just, (laughs) Replacing the water with sweat. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then after after that, after you you've done the one point two mile swim, once you're out of the water, uh, the athletes will go on a fifty six mile bike course. Oh my gosh, <laughs> fifty six mile bike. When's the last time? I I can tell you, I have not biked consecutively fifty six miles. May. Maybe I haven't biked 56 miles in my life. I'm not sure. Honestly, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the most I've ever really done is like maybe five, six miles, something. You know, and that's on the in the gym. Uh, yeah. That's not in real life. Um, that's a long distance. Are they going to go through the new, um, the new part? Uh, oh, the, the new trail? tunnel? You know, I don't know if the tunnel is actually part of that. I know they're going to go through um Berrien and western van buren counties okay yeah i'm sure that, yeah, i know they have the maps online um but i, I got i wasn't in the detail oriented mode at that point <laughs> well, <laughs> all i saw was going through michigan's fruit fruit belt 56 mile bike course it's like okay that's a long one yeah that's a long i'm day. sure they'll yeah. make a they'll make a little detour or somebody will be like hey i want to go check that out yeah. um yeah. And, and then they run and then, then they run how long do they run? How many miles? God, what is it? It's not a full it? marathon, right? That's, no, I think it's a half. So I think it's a half. 13, over 13 miles. Okay, so I guess let's do the math. It's okay. 70.3, right? Yeah, yeah, 70.3. So you've got the 56 one, miles uh-huh. on the bike. The one point whatever. 1.2 in the water. Just so, yeah. Does that leave 13 left? That leaves about 13 miles. Yeah, yeah. 13.1 maybe. Something like that. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. So, th does this make this the half triathlon? Is that right? Yeah, that will. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because the, the Ironman triathlon is is the full two point four mile, I think, and then the one hundred and twelve mile, and then the twenty sixth, the full marathon. Oh my god! Either way, you cut this thing in half, you're still doing amazing stuff. Yeah. Can I do like the one percent triathlon? <laughs> like, can I do one yeah. percent of all of that? If uh, just like a a little dip in the water, and then. Yeah. I jump on my bike, maybe go around the corner, yeah. and then run to the finish line. Yeah, and and just that swim portion alone. I mean, because okay, you're on a bicycle, you can pedal. Yeah, and and if if you slow down, you slow down. If you have to stop and take a water break, you do that. Same thing with the running. But if you're in Lake Michigan, I always thought, how do they keep everyone safe? Well, they have they have uh, it's a athlete swim outside a line of buoys. Uh, mm -hmm. that are marked out clearly um, inside of that are a line of lifeguards and rescue boats and kayaks and stand-up paddleboarders and surfboards. So they're under constant surveillance there okay. to make sure that they're staying safe. So anyone who was worried or had anxiety about that, they're going to be safe. Well, I don't know what you do for exercise. What is your exercise of choice? Are you Usually a I get up and do a 70.3 Ironman. You yeah. know, in the <laughs> no. No, no. No, you just yeah, you I, get up and I, stretch, and that's it. Been, <laughs> getting up is the stretching part. Yeah. <laughs> that's the workout. I've loved I've loved running in the, in the past. Mm. I, I've got to get back on that wagon, but what about you? I enjoy the bike. Okay. Uh, I don't bike a whole, I like a super, super long distance, but I do enjoy yeah. the bike. Uh, I, I, I once wanted to, when I was a kid, before I, you know, got lazy, uh, and... I wanted to be a, a, a bike rider or bike racer. Okay. Because I have some family members that were bike racers over in like Germany. You wear the bike shorts? 
Oh, of course I'd wear the bike shorts. Just or, No, no. Do you wear the bike shorts? Oh, yeah. Shorts? I wear them all the time. Okay. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> Want to see? No. No, okay. All right. <laughs> no, I would absolutely wear the bike shorts. The attire for biking. I would, yeah. I would definitely do that. Yeah. Um, but speaking of exercise, you know what, uh, what Mark Zuckerberg, what he's really into? What? Uh, like jujitsu and fighting. Really? Yeah. Mark he's, Zuckerberg? Yeah, he won, he won a competition a while oh. back. I think it was jujitsu. Was it um, against employees of Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he does for initiation, for when you start working for Facebook or Meta or whatever the heck it's called yeah, these days. Yeah. You actually have to fight him. <laughs> Welcome to the company. Get into the ring. No. But speaking of uh, fighting somebody, uh, this was like a CEO battle. Okay. Um, Mark Zuckerberg has apparently agreed to fight Elon Musk in a cage match. What in the, what in the world is this? I saw the headlines on this, and it, Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Yep. Come on. Yeah. A so, couple of billionaires just hanging out thinking, hmm, I'm going to fight you. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly how it started, but Musk did post, uh, hey, I'm up for a, a, a cage match if he is. And Zuckerberg responded, send me the location. Oh, come on. Yeah, he's trained in jiu-jitsu, also mixed martial arts. Um, <laughs> and Musk says, I have this great move that I call the walrus, where I just lie on top of my opponent and do nothing. <laughs> so so Zuckerberg is trained, but is Musk, does he really have anything going on? I don't think realm? Musk has any sort of uh, training. And okay. he, uh, from what I've seen in recent um, pictures and stuff, he's put on a little bit of weight. So I think that's oh. why he's kind of referencing the walrus where he's like, I'll just lay on top of you. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work out. But uh, they did say that... Uh, Musk wants UFC announcer Joe Rogan oh, to man. call or referee the fight. <laughs> Are they actually going to do this? Are you, they going to get together? You know, I think they will. Uh, okay. I, I mean, you, I'm sure that a ton of people now that now that it's already come out that they've yeah. said that they're going to do this. Now that it's come out, you really can't go back on it. And when you're two billionaires, of course, all of the charities around the world are going to be like, hey, you should do this cage match and donate some money to charity. So my guess is they will uh, they will definitely do this. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I mean, I, it'll probably be pay-per-view. Uh, it'll yeah. probably be something you can watch, of course, on Facebook Live and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so I think well, uh, I think it would be pretty great. I, I, two things. Mm -hmm. One, I hope they're doing something nice for charity. I hope they whatever they yeah. whatever they come up with, they're 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 gonna do something positive in the universe. And then secondly, is this Barnum and Bailey? I mean, are they are they doing like the amazing marketing? It's like, hey, they haven't talked about us for a half a millisecond. What can we do now? Right. Yeah. I think minimum each yeah. one donates a billion dollars total because <laughs> honestly they can spare it because each one is worth over like a hundred billion dollars or something ridiculous so you one heard it here first that is the johnny reinhardt challenge yeah billion dollars one billion dollars from each of them and then you you, you know you can pick whatever charities or whatever 
yeah. um, figure that out. But I would love for them to shell out and put $1 billion each on each. the line. Even if even if they just do fencing, because I think Elon would be good at fencing. No, you know, I want to see and such. I want to see just crazy like <laughs> brawl. I want like WWE oh, yeah. cage match. Yeah, like a ladder, uh, a couple of sh- chairs, chairs, folding chairs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some tables, all blood capsules. Of, yeah. The little blood capsules they can just smack on their head and explode. Yeah. It looks like they're bleeding profusely. I want some uh, some cameos by like Hulk Hogan, uh, maybe uh, The Rock. Um, I'm sure there'll be some holograms that'll oh, show man. up at some point. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! It's going to be ridiculous because this whole entire thing is ridiculous. But if they yeah. if they if they spin it and turn it into something that's charitable, maybe that'll be good for them. Let's hope they do. Big weekend ahead of us, like you mentioned earlier, the Steelhead, then the Pride event uh, is going to be happening at the in the Arch or in downtown Benton Harbor. Yep. Um, so that's big with the Out Center. So lots of stuff uh, going on. Now, uh, of course, our weekend. What is it? How many How many weekends away are we from Fourth uh, of is July? It next week is it next weekend? So next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah that that would it, be fourth. It, it starts of July. a lot of the celebrations. Yeah. A lot of lot of communities are celebrating with fireworks. Mm-hmm. They've slated them for the evening of the third in many cases because a lot of people are making that three day weekend. Yeah, I know. Uh, my near my house in Niles, uh, right down the road here at the uh, the Apple Festival grounds, where they usually do that, is where they'll. Uh, shoot off the fireworks, and then what we'll have the ones in St. Joe as well as the ones in South Haven. Those are some yep. really big ones. Baroda, yep. are they going to also do it on that day, or is Baroda going to try and push it to the weekend? I saw it on the third. The third, okay. So yeah. everybody's doing it the third. Wow, that's going to be lot of, Yeah, busy. I think Berrien Springs, I think they had listed as the fourth. Okay. We'll have to confirm, we'll have to confirm that one to see if with the Pickle Festival. Yeah, the Pickle on. Festival. Pickle yeah, Festival. Very nice. Looking forward to that. Now, this is the question, and and this is where I don't know if, if there's a certain time they make that decision, but at some point with the dry conditions that we've been having, some of these fireworks displays may or may not happen. Is that correct? Well, with because we don't ha- haven't had a lot of rain. Yeah, there's not a lot of rain in the forecast right now. The extreme dry spell that Michigan is in may cut down on some of the fireworks activities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in fact, the state uh, itself, Governor Whitmer, has not offered any official ban yet. Unclear if they could enforce anything outside of public lands. But the governor was asked recently about putting any kind of banned, uh, ban on fireworks, given the conditions. And she is in communication uh, with local officials, mm-hmm. her, uh, those who are on, on her state support team, and also talking with governors from neighboring states to ascertain, you know, what is it we could do yeah. uh, to keep everything safe? Because, you know, already with the Crawford fire earlier this year, it go, it goes quick. Absolutely. It goes very quickly. And so, you know, we'll see what happens. There are already some firework cancellations for some uh, festivals that were held Earlier this month in Michigan, uh, mostly in central mid-Michigan, Potterville, Oxford, Frankenmuth, uh, the Gizzard Fest fireworks were canceled. Oh, man, the Gizzard Festival? The Gizzard Fest. I mean, it's not really a Gizzard Fest without the blizzard of fireworks. Yeah, yeah, so you had the fireworks. Do they still have the Gizzard Blizzard? 
I I I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. The only for a limited gizzard flavored. You only just for a limited time at your local Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> the Seymour fe- uh, celebration in Oxford. They had fireworks scheduled. Those had to be what they said instead of canceled was postponed okay. to sometime later in the summer. And then Frankenmuth. They had the Bavarian festival. Those fireworks were canceled. So all that was in early June. Hmm. Not a lot has changed since then. So local officials are going to be uh, keeping a close eye on it. Usually the fire departments are the first ones to say, hey, uh, sure. you know, because we have to respond to these things, let's, let's, we're considering shutting this down. And then it's a team decision and then they you know, decide. So we will keep you up to date throughout the, the coming sure. days as we lead up to uh, July 3rd, July 4th, uh, the Independence Day holiday to let you know what is on, what's not, and what you can do, amateur pyrotechnics in the in the wild. Yeah, you know, I haven't heard too much of my neighbors shooting off fireworks lately because they like to test them out like a couple weeks ahead of time. <sighs> yeah, just to make sure, make sure they're safe and they're ready to go. Hey, is this firecracker going to make a big noise? Yeah. So Let's they're try it at 10.30 at night. I can't imagine the St. Joe ones would give, because uh, don't those get shot, shot up into the uh, the water? So that would be that would be safe, right? I mean, I guess you got to watch out for the winds that could there's blow. Always, yeah, there's, there's always the wind issue. Yeah. There's always the amateurs out there, right? That, you know, absolutely. And and with the pyrotechnics, the fireworks you can buy these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're basically their own little fireworks show. Oh yeah, where they've got the the big boom things. They go up and they have the big spherical explosions. Yeah, one of those goes awry, you're in trouble. You've got the big fireworks, right? You no. got some of the illegal ones, don't you? <laughs> no. In your in your garage right now, so uh, right I am there. probably the national representative of dogs everywhere that say, "Hey, can we calm the fireworks, please? This is a little bit nerve wracking." Yeah, that's another thing to keep in mind too. As we do Animals. get into that, do as we do get into that weekend, is you know double check, make sure your gates are good, make sure your you know your uh, your pets have the proper uh, identification just in case they get out, um, yeah. and all those things. Another thing to talk about. Um, uh, the Attorney General, uh, Dana Nessel, oh, staying, yeah, she's keeping busy. Yeah. What's she up to? Big announcement yesterday. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel announcing felony charges against three people accused of conducting a criminal enterprise mm. to defraud several political campaigns. Okay. What These are they three doing? individuals, Sean Wilmuth, Jamie Wilmuth Gooden, and Willie Reed, all charged with defrauding the 2022 gubernatorial campaigns, the governor's campaigns of Perry Johnson, James Craig, Donna Brandenburg, uh, Michael Brown, and Michael Markey, as well as some judicial candidates. Hmm. Yeah, there are a couple of those uh, individuals who are charged. Sean Wilmoth and Willie Reed are additionally charged with theft from the gubernatorial campaign of Ryan Kelly. Now, all nine campaigns that I just mentioned were contracted either directly or indirectly with businesses owned by Sean uh, Wilmoth and Reed okay. for the fulfillment of their nomination signature requirements. In order to get on the ballot, you got to have signatures. Right. You don't go out and collect those yourself. As if you're a gubernatorial candidate, you hire firms oftentimes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to help you. Well, in this case, they hired a firm and they forged oh, signatures. man, come on. That's the allegation. That's the allegation. They charged over $700,000 for valid signature collection. And then, according to Attorney General Dana Nessel, knowingly delivered thousands of forged signatures 
on nomination petitions to eight of the campaigns. Seven of the candidates uh, allegedly provided uh, with fraudulent signatures were each disqualified from appearing on the ballot. So it changed the the potential outcome of those elections. One campaign withdrew um, and the defendants uh, uh, provided no signatures at all to one of the campaigns that had hired them. So Dana Nessel saying these were obvious forgeries. Um, These attempts to disguise the forgeries were sophomoric and transparent, easily detected. But she says the crimes committed were serious criminal offenses that destroyed the client's campaign prospects that aimed to defraud the Bureau of Elections and also defrauded the the voters. Absolutely. Because it deprived them of the opportunity to potentially see these candidates on the ballot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It should have been a red flag when every signature was just an X. (laughs) Or Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so two of the defendants are in custody. The third one's believed to be, uh, outside the state of Michigan right now. They're taking a look for him. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, efforts wow. are underway to secure that arrest too.